Hi guys, it's episode four, and I have my bestie back with me. Hello, Miss <laughs> Kayla Saran. Um, do people say Saran or Saran? Siren? Saran? How do people usually say it? I, I honestly <laughs> don't know. Like everyone has a different pronunciation of my I think I've name. always said Saran. Saran, yeah. My dad says Saran. Okay. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't know until right now how to actually it's pronounce it. Few people say Siren, but Kayla you Siren. know, Saran, like R-O-N, right, Ron. So yeah, Saran, Saran. I guess. That's not a very Filipino name. No, it doesn't really sound Filipino. <laughs> no. Okay, la queen da gasmin Saran. <laughs> Maybe like okay. that it does <laughs> when you say it all. But together. when you read it though, it's not like I don't have a common. Okay, my middle name very common, but my last queen. name, no. Oh, de Guzman. De Guzman. I was like common. queen. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's named de Guzman. It's like the Hernandez of Mexican Spanish Colombian community. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Hispanic community. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so. Honestly, a lot of, yeah, so a lot of the topics that we got for this episode were very similar. So, and they kind of all go together. The first one that we're going to start with is, I had a lot of people ask me just about, like, finding confidence in in yourself and loving yourself, which is a very big topic to cover for just two people. Um, do you have anything to start with, or do you want me to start? Mm, you can go first, and I'll, okay. I'll add on at the end. Honestly... <laughs> When I read the comments, it was kind of, or the questions, it's kind of interesting that a lot of people, obviously people think that I'm confident if they're asking me for advice on it, which is interesting because it's not like I'm the most confident person in the world, which just like shows like if you, if you fake it, people are going to believe it. People who aren't confident will see that and be like, oh my God, she's so confident, even Mm -hmm. if it's fake. Yeah. And I think what people probably think makes you confident too is being able to do this podcast that's true right because you're literally putting yourself out there like do you think people have heard me like nobody's ever heard me talk ever (laughs) except if it was ever in a video that i posted on your spam though not even on your main well that too or like even just like people that i've spoken to in person so i think talking and sharing your opinions and ideas like that's hard that's a hard thing to do for some people right true be confident in what you believe in. Yeah. Speak your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, honestly, the biggest thing is, like, faking it till you make it, I think. Yeah. Like, even if you're not confident, just pretending that you are is, like, does worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because then at the end, like, you kind of notice, oh, wait, I kind of am confident. Like, if I can fake it. Yeah. Like, yeah it just happens naturally. That? You know what I mean? Like, you fake it. You're like, oh, I'm going to go out tend to be confident and at the end of the day you're like wait i actually did it yeah you know yeah so in a way faking it is being confident at and, the same time right? and doing things that make you feel good so for me like this podcast for example like i like giving people advice okay i will give people advice who don't ask for my advice <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> i'm full of opinions so this gives me an outlet to do those things and if that comes off confident to people i mean that's great mm-hmm but I never did it to, like, show confidence. Like, I just do it because it's something that I that enjoy like, doing. It's yeah. same with, like, dressing the way that you... That makes you feel good about yourself. You're not mm-hmm. doing it necessarily for attention. But you do it because it makes you feel good. And that 
feeling good and confidence exudes to other people. Like, even if you're not trying, other people see it. Mm-hmm. And if anything, like, dressing the way you like or doing things, you know, being confident, that also um, encourages people, inspires people to do the same. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, being confident is hard because, you know, there are times, like, I feel like uh maybe before 2020 so like let's say 2017 2018 2019 kayla she was so confident yeah she's very confident i i remember didn't i i said that to you before i was like i feel like you used to care a lot less like someone would tell you something and you'd be like and what about it yeah honestly like i would literally i could be like yo like say it to my face yeah (laughs) say it to my face like yeah like just say it to my face that's like what's up you know um and then i think after you know covid and you know gaining weight and all of that like my the image of myself and the way i see myself has changed i don't want to say it like drastically but it's changed Mm -hmm. right and i know that you know that yeah but yeah, that's it's... something that even, like, I can tell because we're close. Yeah. We've but been friends any... for how long? Oh, yeah. Like... For anyone who doesn't know, we've been friends for 14... 14 years? 14 years. Yeah. Going on 15. Yeah. And most... And, like, we weren't just, like, lukewarm friends. Like, no. We've probably been... from, like... 13... We've been best friends yeah. for at least 10 years. For 10 years, yeah. So, obviously, I would notice that. But yeah. random people who don't really know you, they would never know that you're, you've are you changed over yeah, the last whatever. two years. Yeah, So, yeah. But, yeah, like, even though sometimes there are days where I don't feel confident because, you know, I'm, like, not the same person. Well, then again, it also, it also ties into because I'm not the same person as I was two, three years ago. Meaning, like, you've grown? Like, I've grown. Or, like, yeah. I've changed, right? Like, I'm not not the same. Like, I don't act the same or I don't... Not, like, not everything's changed of me, but, like, there are things that have changed, right? So, I feel like that also ties into it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not as, like, loud. I'm, I feel like now that I'm older, I'm a bit more private. Yeah. Right? That's true. I think so. I think now that I'm older, like, kind of more private. You you share less about, about your life. Yeah. And... I mean, which is not a bad thing. Because yeah. not, not, nothing really is happening in my life That's that true. I need to share. And if you're feeling self-conscious too, like we're still in, in lockdown now. So you can take all the time you want to like time. work on yourself. Exactly. Like no one's going to see you. No one's going to know. And then you can yeah. come out of quarantine and be like that bitch. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like everyone's just going through it. Yeah. Right? Like You're not alone. I'm not, I'm not alone for sure. Yeah. And like, yeah. So, you know, now I'd be doing things to make myself feel better. I'll be working out. You know, we're going to answer a question about that later. Yeah, we'll get onto that later. But yeah, yeah, just doing things that make you feel good about yourself, Mm -hmm. even like hobbies. Like when you feel like you're in your element, you're like super confident just Mm -hmm. naturally. Like if you're into art or you're into sports or whatever. Like something you're good at. Yeah, just practicing and getting really good at something that you you enjoy doing is a good way to practice confidence because... Like, just walking on the street, like, if you think about it, no one gives a fuck yeah. <laughs> about what you're doing. Honestly, yeah. Like, how, it's not very often when you walk down the street, more often than not, you point out or you look at the people who you want to be like versus the people where you're like, oh my god, that girl, she's so self-conscious, I can tell. Mm-hmm. No one ever goes out to the mall and points out everybody who's mm-hmm. like, 
oh my god look at her like she's well, how so how can you even tell right you, that someone you is self-con- like when i go to the moms everyone's just normal yeah right? no everyone's one's just walking around if anything you're pointing out like oh my god i wish i was like her i like her outfit I, mm-hmm. so you don't have to be worried about people doing that to you because yeah. no one you don't do it to anybody and the chances everybody's so worried about what other people think of yeah. them no one has time to worry about what they're thinking yeah. of you you know well i guess with the question it depends like how do you be confident i guess that person i don't know i mean because it's multiple people that have asked this right reflect on who you surround yourself with like what do you do what how do you spend your time because depending on who you surround yourself with can question your confidence that's true remember how the last um podcast we did with asia yeah we talked about being surrounded by like toxic friends Mm -hmm. because some people that you're close to or whatever can make you question that Mm -hmm. so that could also be like one thing but if you're like you're speaking generally like you know outside yeah just like if it's just yourself if it's just yourself and you're like looking in the mirror and you're like oh i hate this about me i hate this you know i i heard this thing too where your brain is always looking for um things to justify what you're telling it Mm -hmm. So if you're telling yourself, oh my God, my life sucks. Oh my God, I'm ugly. Mm -hmm. Like everything is awful. Everything you do in your daily life, your brain is looking for like nitpicking little things Mm -hmm. that they can find to validate what you had just said. Versus if you start saying, oh my God, I look so good today. Oh my God, today's going to be a good day. Mm -hmm. You're going to go through your day looking for things that validate that that outlook on life, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you have to, the first step I would say is talking, trying to talk to yourself in a positive mindset. Don't like every morning wake up and look yourself in the mirror and say, I am pretty. I am smart. Yeah. I am talented. (laughs) I can like, and it might sound stupid because you're talking to yourself out loud. A lot of people say to do that and it does help. It does. It does help. Even if, even if it's one thing a day, Mm -hmm. one thing a day that you're positive about like, oh, like. Oh, my hair looks great today. Oh, you look... Like, you know what I... Like, yeah, we were just my saying, outfit right? looks like, good. Outfit looks good today. And then you'll go on your day just thinking about that one thing, like, okay, maybe I didn't have the best day, but at least my hair looked good, mm-hmm. you know? Like, or... And you know what? Someone might even be thinking when you walk by, like, oh, my God, she looks good today. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first step is just, like, saying those positive, like, affirmations yeah. to yourself. Um, changing the way that you that you think is mm-hmm. the first step no one else is gonna think positively mm, about you. you if you don't do yeah. it yourself mm-hmm. so and then after that you can look at okay so what do i or what do i do not like about myself that i can change because mm-hmm. obviously we can't change everything mm-hmm. but things like okay you know what i don't maybe you know as you grow your style changes mm-hmm. okay i want to change my wardrobe sell your sell your clothes get new clothes or mm-hmm. you know find try and find a different style or try something new or you know i hate my hair this is something that everybody does (laughs) you want to change your hair color do it your hair grows back you want to go bald go bald (laughs) i'm so guilty of that kayla and i have done three days (laughs) worth of bleach sessions so on black box dye hair trying to make it blonde it didn't work for the record go to the salon yeah go to the salon for that but, you know, like, who cares? You want to get a piercing? 
get, get a, a piercing. piercing. You want a tattoo? Get a t- Don't be sad. Go get, get a, a tattoo. <laughs> Obviously, be careful with that. That's yeah. dangerous advice because it's going to be on your body for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like little things that you can easily change or... Buy a hat. Buy a, Buy a hat. Oh my gosh. What did we just do today? <laughs> okay. I. You know what, guys? I don't condone retail therapy. No, please. Please. But... No, you know what? I don't condone retail therapy. (laughs) I do it. It helps. It kind of helps. It helps, but then, you know, the satisfaction wears off eventually, and then you have to go buy more things, and that's how you get into credit card debt. Then you have financial burden. (laughs) Yeah. So don't do that. Definitely don't do that. But, um, yeah, changing little things about yourself. What else? Yeah, even what you said, like, surrounding yourself with good people Mm -hmm. makes a difference who you hang out with for sure. Mm -hmm. You want to be with people who are going to hype you up. Or people that are positive, too, because if you're around people that are like, oh, I'm so ugly, you're going to be like, oh, my God, me too. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not bad. Because at some point, you know, not everyone's always positive, right? But if there's someone in your life who's constantly negative, who's constantly beating themselves up for no reason. Well, not for no reason, because I guess everyone has their own reasons. But you know what I mean? Like, if there's someone who's just constantly negative... And, you know, if you surround yourself with people like that, then it's going to be hard to help yourself. Or not even just beating themselves up. But if they're saying something to you like, oh, you're going to wear that out or little like comments like that. Mm -hmm. Also realizing like that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Yeah. Like their comments, like and things that they say just show insecurities about themselves and jealousy. It's like, oh, I could never wear that. Like, but looks good on you. Yeah. Or like, well, you're right. It looks good on yeah, me. Thank you right, for noticing. Good, thank you. You know what I yeah. mean? Like stuff like that. Even just like backhanding people who like, we're just not genuine. Yeah. Because then that's just really hard, right? Because like you want to surround yourself with people who are supportive. Like you said, people who will hype you up. And if anything, like doing that and helping your friends too might help yourself as well. Yeah. Even like I find if you have a group of friends too, if you like to get dressed up and go out, having mm-hmm. those friends who like to do that too mm-hmm. be like okay let's have a well can't go to the restaurant but yeah. like let's have a girls night or whatever mm-hmm. we'll go out to the bar like get dressed up look super cute take pictures of each other whatever that like well i find that helps mm-hmm. you know when you can like get, get dressed up especially if you've like gone a long period looking bummy yeah in it's your like house. when we went to banff right like mm-hmm. we all went you mean asia and then we, ha- all of us, I, f- I hadn't dressed up in a long time. No. Asia has not dressed up in a long time. Yeah. And you haven't either. And then when we all dressed up, we were like, oh, who is that? I don't recognize her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who is that? It's like we all came out of the cave, you know? Mm-hmm. We were looking kind of crusty. And like, you looked so good. Asia looked so good. Especially Asia. I never see her. Asia, if you're listening. You never dress up. You looked so good in that dress. <laughs> You looked so good, okay? You just, you looked really good. Like, yeah. Oh my god, it looks so cute on you. <laughs> See? Oh friends who, who are gonna uplift you and make mm-hmm. you feel good about yourself is a big one. Um, someone had also asked finding confidence in your own style as oh, well. Just like building yeah. your own your own style, <gasps> oh. things like that. And there was another question about um, where you get your style inspiration. So those two kind of go together. Holy! How to find your own style and how to be confident in your own style well i feel like that stems from what you like mm-hmm. right because so you like you know how since tiktok blew up everyone's been wearing jordans and 
and this and that and this, right? But like me, that started a long, long time ago. Yeah. In like in junior high. In junior high. Yeah. And what am I now? I'm turning 20 this year. And in junior high, that started. So like junior high, I started buying retros. I started buying like, I don't know, just like I just started buying a lot of stuff, stuff that I liked. Right, mm-hmm. and at the time, like no one really wore that stuff. Like people were wearing bands, yeah, Converse, yeah. No one in junior high. No one had like, especially in junior high. I feel like we were like that typical age range where like you were still kind of awkward. You know, like a lot of kids now yeah. in junior high they dress a lot older. Yeah, or, they dress a lot nicer. But we were too. still in the awkward phase. Yeah. So like, you all wear hoodies. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of like street style going no. on nothing it's just everyone just looked the same honestly we all kind of just dressed the same but then yeah like well you know i was i was in my grunge phase (laughs) with your purple we don't talk about that anymore hey the purple hair looked good okay you did it looked cute it was cute and then i had red hair yeah (laughs) oh god Um, okay but like yeah like in junior high i started wearing all that stuff and it was honestly because oh i liked it and at the time my cousin he worked at Champs, so I had a very, had a good plug, good deal, good discount. I don't know if he still works there. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I was just like, oh, well, I like this stuff, so I'm going to wear it, right? And people, even, like, with other clothes, like, I was, this one time I wore, what did I wear? Uh, overalls. Yeah, and, like, someone said, you look like a farmer. A farmer, and they weren't even, like, like, like overall overalls like they were like distressed whatever like they were cute whatever i thought they were stylish they were stylish and then people were like oh you look like a farmer or like if i wore like shoes someone i don't know people would be like oh like what are those you know like (laughs) i think at the time that was like the meme even i even in high school though i used to make fun of some of the shoes that you would wear because i just thought they were ugly but at the same time what are those it's like I made fun of you as a friend. Well, yeah, like, I didn't take that seriously. Because, like, that's not your style, right? Like, yeah. what I wear is not your style. Not everyone is going to like everything yeah. that you wear. So, like, I think it's just, like, to find your own style is just, like, and to be confident in it, in, in, in it is liking what you wear. Because, obviously, like, if you, see a, if you see someone wearing something and you just want to wear it to fit in... You're not gonna be that confident because it's not like you like what you're wearing. You're just wearing it because you're just everyone wearing else it because is everyone it. else is wearing it. But if you're wearing it because you like it, you're comfortable, you feel good, you tell yourself you look good, mm-hmm. then obviously you're gonna be confident in that outfit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, you know, and if in high school, like, it's very different because people are clicky and like, you know, most of the time you see friend groups they all they're all they're all the same you know Mm -hmm. people in one group they all dress the same have the same common interests likes whatever and sometimes it's hard to find friends or to find a group that you fit in or to be in a group that just you know likes you for who you are not for what you wear or whatever but then after high school like once you go to post-secondary or like once you have a job and you're actually in the real world that's like completely different because everyone's equal like everyone's the same like no one thinks of each other differently like yeah people aren't paying attention like yeah people don't really care and i would say for me like my definitely myself (laughs) has changed a lot like i went through you know uh the justice phase Mm -hmm. as most i don't know i guess you didn't but a lot of that was the thing back then the neon and that i was into the grunge alternative 
you know, I had the leather cuffs and the purple hair and the dark eyeliner. You know the, <laughs> the things that, um, like the glove that doesn't have the fingers? Oh, from Claire's. And it just goes through the thumb. <laughs> the lace gloves. I remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were, those were all the rage back then. We mm-hmm. had those in like fourth grade mm-hmm. or third grade or something. Um, but yeah, and then I feel like in high school, in high school definitely like, I, it was kind of that clicky thing where I feel like I kind of just liked what everybody else mm-hmm. was liking. And um, a lot of us, like our friend group at the time, we all kind of had that, I don't want to say street style because it mm-hmm. wasn't really street style, but, you know, kind of dressed like boys. <laughs> yeah, we all wore sweats and sweaters. Yeah. Well, I mean, in high school, it's very, very easy to put on in the morning True. and comfortable you to know wear what? I shouldn't school. say dress like boys because there's that's not really politically correct anymore. <laughs> Because guys can wear whatever they want. But yeah. um, now I feel like now that I've been on my own, uh, I've had to more time to just like figure out even what I want to do with my career and things like that have affected, I feel like, the way I dress and my situation. Now that I have money to <laughs> money, quote unquote <laughs> money, to buy more of the things that I want to buy. Maybe after today, you don't have money. <laughs> well or i have more time to go shopping Mm -hmm. um i my style i feel like is a lot more it's kind of like a mix of things honestly i wouldn't Mm -hmm. even categorize it it's just like things that i think are whatever you like um if you're looking for like inspiration for things like pinterest is awesome for that Mm -hmm. you just like you like one thing and it'll show you like a million other pictures of different things that are similar right so like make a little mood board I make those every year of like little mood boards for my for my year of what I want to accomplish and things like that. But you can mm-hmm. do like fashion mood boards like for different seasons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know what's good to look at sometimes too when it comes to seasons? Lookbooks on YouTube. Yeah. I literally watch people's lookbooks. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know what to wear. Like what do I want to wear? Look at I it. go in like winter 2021 lookbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I look at people's outfits and like you see... People make different videos and people have different outfits. And it's like, well, if you like a way, something like a certain mm-hmm. outfit or whatever. Yeah, I would say like, don't then... try and put yourself in a box of like, oh, I have to look alternative exactly. or yeah. I have to look like, a, I don't know, yeah. hippie. Like mm-hmm. just wear whatever you want, want. and yeah. eventually that will grow into your own personal mm-hmm. personal style. Like for anyone who doesn't know, like I'm a, I'm a fashion student. And if you're really into, um, like, more trends and things, the app Vogue Runway, Runway, you can see everything for the upcoming collection. Then you can wear or start looking for things for that coming season before anyone wears them. Oh, I so, didn't know you Because everything from the runway trickles down into fast fashion. Yes. So if you're looking at what's coming from runway collections and haute couture and things like that beforehand... You can see like, oh, this color's really popular. Mm-hmm. Like seven different shows had that color. Green. Green. Like you see green. Sage now? green. Sage green is everywhere. My everywhere. mom the other day came home with like three sage green crop tops, sage green pants, and was like, Okay, which one should I keep? Which one should I keep them all? Like right. I don't think I need this many, but like I really liked all of them and all. And the color is really cute for it sure. Is. Even yeah. um if you're looking for like color trends, Pantone, you can look up um pantone season 2021 color whatever and they do color predictions so you can look at the upcoming colors for the next season if you if that's your thing like if you want to be super on trend and Mm -hmm. wear shit before anybody else has it that's how you find it 
wearing things that you like, because then automatically you become confident. Like, if you're like, oh, I love this. It's like us when we bought those tracksuits. We were like, oh yeah. my god, we need to buy this. True. We have no money, but we need to buy this. And the yeah. next day, we were like, damn, we are cute. Yeah. That is my best friend. Even though they're so expensive, I'm going to wear it. Yeah. Um. Even, yeah, if it's something that you like, but not a lot of people are wearing, just do it anyways, because I promise you, people will like it after you wear it. Mm-hmm. Those, um, when everybody was wearing the colored camo pants... We wore them before everybody had them, okay? At school. At school. Kayla and I wore pink camo, those those pants that everybody was wearing. With the vans. With vans. We wore them to school at this on the same day because we were always matching. Oh, yeah. Remember we'd plan our night fits, our night fits, our <laughs> outfits every night. for To match. To but match. people would say like, did you see those, the girls who were wearing matching yeah. pants? And then... And that was before they sold them in Zoomies. Like, I bought my pants. I couldn't find them anywhere. I had to buy them off of an army supply store Mm -hmm. because they didn't sell them yet. Mm -hmm. So if you, like, see something or even if you can make it yourself and you see something that you really like, just wear it. And I promise you, people are going to like it. And eventually, you might even, like, be ahead of the trend. Yeah. Because then they weren't cool after because everybody and their mom had them and they became, like, a... Like, a crusty thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we were like, okay, so then we both sold them. We got, we disposed them. We yeah. had to. Dis- and then remember that time we went to Lex and we bought those matching champion, because then champion was hot. Oh. Then we both bought the crop. The ma- jacket. The crop jacket. That was so cute. And oh no one God. else had those one because it was like a Lex exclusive. That was before. Yeah. Like champion Boat blew House up and ch- yeah. everywhere else. Yeah. So just find things yeah. that you like and wear it. Like I take it from me, I promise you, people are gonna mm-hmm. like it when you when you stand out. And people literally knew you and I. Like, where's Kayla without Marina? Where's Marina without <laughs> Kayla? Just because we like, were matching. That was stuff. us because we were always matching. Like even at the mall, like, what did we just buy today? Matching freaking slippers. True. <laughs> and, and like even after we just said don't, don't you don't have to wear what your friends wear and like the last time we went to the mall we bought matching track suits like different colored ones and they were so cute like yeah i mean maybe people cute. other people don't think it's cute but, yeah other people might not but who cares right like it's my money it's what i like so right and feel good we look good mm-hmm. wearing them Oh yeah, you can see so, that photo on her Instagram. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> on my, on the gram. matching uh, sweatsuits. It's so um, like it's just like really like finding what you like and wearing it, mm-hmm. and just like not giving a shit about what anyone thinks mm-hmm. because that's your style. Don't and forget, even a lot everyone of time, has a different style. Not everyone's the same. Right? You and I, like a lot of the time, our styles are different. Yeah, but well, I can still older, we can yeah. still appreciate well, yeah. like oh you look cute. Like remember there are times where I'm just like oh so cute yeah like, like i would never wear that yeah. but it looks so good it on looks you so cute. and that's not like in a bitchy way where it's like <laughs> oh i would never wear that but no. it looks good on you but like it's just not my not my no, taste yeah like i mean i could wear it i just you just probably wouldn't reach for it but i just like... wouldn't reach for it like if i really wanted to wear it then i would go buy the outfit and whatever mm-hmm. but like on a normal day you just wouldn't see me wearing it yeah whereas to you on a normal day you would wear it yeah Right? It'd be more of like a special occasion thing yeah, or whatever. Like me, if I were going to the mall maybe or to mm-hmm. lunch with someone or yeah. whatever. Like how you dress every day is more of me just like 
shit, I need to, like, go to the store real yeah. quick. Like, yeah. like, put these on. Yeah. Um, like, even that tracksuit is not something that I would probably wear, like, all the time. Yeah. Oh, no, I have probably, I've worn it twice since we bought it. But I usually wear that Same. stuff all the time. I literally wore it twice. But now that winter, then now that, like, spring is coming, I can't really wear that because it's too hot to wear, right? So. Yeah. And, too, like, if you, if you have, like, these clothes, but you feel like it's not really your style, like, take a day if you have time. Like, sort all of it. Find everything that you don't want anymore. Give it away. Sell it. Don't throw it away. <laughs> I'm an advocate for saving the planet. Sustainability. sustainability. <laughs> um. But yeah, give get rid of your clothes, and then Donate the ones it. yeah <laughs> donated the, the mustard seed, um, and women shelters. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually donate to um women in need. Yeah, thrifts or mm-hmm. or I don't know. Go find a homeless person on the street and be like, here. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, honestly. the winter clothes that you're not gonna wear next next yeah. winter. Um, and then go through the ones that you have left and then just spend a day like making outfits, mixing it with different things and seeing like mm-hmm. what you like to wear it with. And cause obviously not everything's going to look cute or you have like this idea of what you want to wear in your mind and you put it on and you're like, damn, that's ugly as that hell. So, bad. <laughs> so just like take, take some time to like make outfits with your clothes. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a fun thing and take pictures of the outfits. So then you can be like, oh, I need something to wear. Let me just quickly find the photo of something mm-hmm. that I liked. And then you, like, make your own lookbook from yeah. there. And it doesn't all... Not everything has to look the same. Not everything has to be the same kind of category of fashion. Because me, obviously, like, I wear sweatpants, sweatshorts, tracksuits, you know, that kind of stuff. But, like, obviously, when it's time to go out, I'm not going to wear that out. You know, like, I'm actually going to dress up. And I like the things that I wear when I dress up. Right, like, I don't necessarily need to be wearing streetwear all the time and whatnot, but, like, you know, just wear what you like, because at the end of the day, you're the you're the person who's wearing it. Yeah. Right? Like, everyone yeah. wears... It's on your body. Yeah, it's on your body. It's what you think of yourself, and that also, that ties into the whole confidence thing that we talked about. Like, obviously, don't wear something that you don't like. Because you're not going to Because then you're good. not going to be happy. Yeah, well... Understand. And the whole point of having your own style and, and fashion in general is just, just like, expression. Yes. So, it's an expression of your personality. Yeah, and your even how you feel that day. You know, like, if you're feeling bummy, wear something bummy. bummy. But you could make it cute. You can still feel good and dress bummy. Exactly, okay? <laughs> if somebody tells you they don't want you or they don't like you because of what you're wearing, then they can go suck a turd, okay? <laughs> because, you know what? That's who you are. What you wear is who you are. Your style yeah. is a part of who you are. Like, well, you, you know about my story about, oh, like, why are you wearing boy clothes? I mean, it's yeah. not even boy clothes anymore because everyone's wearing it now. Yeah. But obviously when I would wear, like, that stuff... You'd be like, oh, why are you wearing that? Like, that's for guys. Well, and you kept wearing it because you didn't care. Because and, and look, I didn't now care. It's trendy. Exactly, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but now every bitch around the corner is wearing it. So <laughs> tell me again, tell me again, you wouldn't wear it because from what I know, I think you're wearing it now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just one day, Nora, your style will pop off and you'll be like, yeah, I was on this before everyone else. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. 
It's a flex mm-hmm. to say that. <laughs> and if you're looking to for, like, buying secondhand clothes, like, I know some people don't like it, but if you feel like you want to wear something that not everyone else is wearing, like, if you shop in the mall, that's oh. where you're going to find the stuff that everybody's wearing, right? Yeah. So if you want to, like, try new things, like thrifting or buying secondhand, like, on online shops, things like that, or try and find, like, boutiques that sell, like, a little bit more unique things. Like, it might be more expensive. But if you want to, like, stand out a bit, like, those are great ways to do it rather than just buying things from Zara and H&M because those literally come straight from, like, the trends. And then in two weeks, it's all going to be different and you're going to be like, damn, I bought all this stuff and it doesn't even, no one's wearing it anymore. I got to go buy new shit. Mm-hmm. The so, thrift store is amazing. Amazing. It's so cheap. Every style is there. Style that is not even trendy, you will find there. Mm-hmm. And it's so cheap. And you're being sustainable. And I just have to debunk in case anyone tries to come for me. You know how people say you shouldn't shop from thrift stores because you take the clothes away from people who can't afford it? Mm-hmm. That's false. Okay. The thrift stores receive so much clothing that no one person could ever buy the amount of clothing that they have. Two, everybody has different styles. So what you're buying from the thrift store might not even be what that person who has a lower income might have wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. I, I get the whole like, okay, the sizes thing. But again, there's like so many clothes in the thrift store that they're never going to run out. And at the end of the day, the clothes that the thrift store doesn't sell, they throw in the landfill. So whether you buy them or not, they're going to be disposed of. So might as well go and buy <laughs> some some buy nice clothes, clothes for yeah. cheaper rather than paying a kid two cents to make your H&M t-shirt, okay? Mm-hmm. So I just had to say that as well. <laughs> You're not whole, wrong. Do a whole podcast on fashion sustainability. If you guys want that, let me know. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break to you eat some Five Guys and we'll be right back. Okay, so next question, um, which also kind of correlates just to self-confidence and body confidence, which is something we can also talk about, um, is was just tips on getting active. Um, <laughs> hard to say with the gyms being closed. I've been waiting for the gyms to reopen, but I don't work out. It's really bad. Like... I have a lot of health issues and everyone's like, Marina, you need to work out. And I'm like, I know, but I just don't do it anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I have, I can tell you how to do it, but it's kind of hypocritical because I don't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same. I do have some health issues and the doctor was like, you know what? Just work out. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially with the gym you know the gym situation it's hard right and well before covid i tried going to the gym and i told you i really liked it yeah i liked it too lifting weights yeah i liked going to the gym like way before covid like before before covid Mm -hmm. so like 2020 beginning so january february 2020 i was i started going to the gym and i had a good um schedule Mm-hmm. And I had a good uh, workout plan and everything. And I felt really great and everything. But obviously before that, I had gym anxiety. Okay. You guys might not think it's real, but it is real. <laughs> okay. And I had gym anxiety. And um, I, went with my, I went with my boyfriend though, and it was fine. 
I just, you know, would be shy going to the gym. And then once you, like, start to get a hang of, like, what workouts you like to do, um, having a workout plan for certain days of the week, uh, for certain parts of your body, uh, becomes easier going to the gym. Mm-hmm. You and don't have to feel yeah. like... I feel like it's harder to start when you go and you don't know what you're, you're doing. doing. And you're just like, oh, I guess I'll just run on the treadmill for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. And then you're like, I don't know. I guess I worked out. See ya. Yeah. Like, the one good thing to do is to go with someone. To either start with someone or to go with someone that already goes to the gym and they can teach you stuff. Yeah. Because then you don't feel as, you know, you don't feel as self-conscious at the gym or you don't feel like you look stupid or whatever because there's someone there to help you or even like getting a personal trainer for one day mm-hmm. just to show you like how to use the machines how so you to don't use feel... machines yeah so you don't feel like dumb or you know you don't hurt yourself because yeah. that's really bad if you hurt yourself at the gym because you don't want to do that and that... there's tons of youtube videos too on like gym workouts for like leg day mm-hmm. just write them down and then can go and do those things and a lot of them like you can do at home which i know like for me that's why i never work out is because it's so hard for me to work out at home Mm -hmm. like i have all the equipment but i'm just never motivated to do it at home i need to go into like a separate space yeah so i think if that's the problem too try doing things that you can do outside like now that it's summer so i'm gonna start running right and that's one thing that you can do that like separates your work or home life with working out so you're Mm -hmm. out of the house and you're doing something outside you can do weights and workouts or you know agility things outside go to Mm -hmm. a field or whatever yeah literally you can (laughs) do them even like i've seen people do it on a park or like on bleachers where you run Mm -hmm. up and down the bleachers you can do squats on the bleachers jumping squats things like that fill jugs of water yeah those are your weights (laughs) buy a sack of rice at the store (laughs) that is your weight i'm i'm telling you like with covid and everything like as much as, you know, the gyms are closed, you can find a way to be active. Yeah. You know, and at home or... Summer activities, or you can swim now. Else. Yeah, because now that it's getting warmer, you can hike, you can go biking, go tennis. walking, running, tennis, badminton, volleyball. Most communities have a tennis court. Basketball. Basketball. Soccer. <laughs> Literally, I, I don't know how many sports I can football (laughs) i don't know how many sports i can name but literally there are things you can do there are workouts you can do without any equipment Mm -hmm. i think it's Um, just about making it fun yeah and not making it feel like oh i have to go work out and then when you are like doing those activities and you feel good like oh i you know because working out releases endorphins that make you Mm -hmm. feel good right Mm -hmm. so once you get into that habit then you can move on to the more heavy duty stuff Mm -hmm. so just like you know, when you start out, you don't need to feel pressured to start weightlifting or doing anything like that. The most important thing to do is to start getting active, mm-hmm. right? That's the and first step. And safely doing and it. And safely doing it and, you know, knowing how to do it safely. Because obviously if you, you're like, okay, well, I want to get active. And the first thing you do is freaking try to squat the bar and <laughs> put weights on the bar, like at while you're at the squat rack like you most of the time you're probably not going to be able if this is your first time squatting and squatting with weights you're probably not going to be able to get back up once you bend down you know um or at least use the smith machine yeah, so the you smith can machine, semi right? get back up um but yeah like make even making a plan for yourself like it doesn't even need to be like because some people think that working out and getting active is to better how you look 
Well, it's not always that. It's like you're actually, you know, your health, mm-hmm. right? Like improving. Health is number one. Yeah, like improving your cardio, improving your stamina, stuff like that. It doesn't need to be, oh, I want a fat ass. I want a slim waist and whatever. Like if you're happy with the way you look, that's good. Or taking those ideas of, oh, I need to look a certain way and, and just doing it because it's fun or because it makes you feel mm-hmm. good helps because if you're just focusing on the way you look and you can't achieve that and you definitely won't achieve it within the first few months of Mm -hmm. just working out like you're gonna get discouraged Mm -hmm. the minute you don't see results you're gonna be like oh i hate this this." is not even working but it's like if you don't see results keep doing it until Mm -hmm. you see something even in the smallest thing like Mm -hmm. you lose one pound Mm you'll be like okay i feel good about myself i'm gonna keep doing it because Mm -hmm. humans in general are very um instant result driven we want instant satisfaction for absolutely everything that we do and working out is so hard because we don't get that you can sure you can go run up a flight of stairs and burn 30 calories whatever but that's in the morning you're gonna wake up and you're gonna look exactly the same Mm -hmm. so that's why it's so hard for people to stay on it because they're not seeing the results that they're instantly looking for yeah and like not even that like if if you want to get active to look a certain way, like like I said, the whole thing with the slim waist, fat ass, whatever, like that's not always going to happen. Like you have to prepare yourself that even how, like no matter how hard you work, not, not, most of the time, not, you're not going to look like that. Like whoever you wish, like if you wish to look like Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, you're probably not going to look like that because everyone's body is different. Yeah. You know, like, there are people who work out like crazy. They don't get a fat ass. No. You know what I mean? But they're healthy. Yeah. But they don't look the way they want to look. So, you know, everyone's gym gym journey, weight loss journey, whatever you want to call it, or getting active or fit journey is very different from other people. So, like, if you see this person, they lose 20 pounds in three months, doesn't mean you're going to lose 20 pounds in three months. Maybe you will lose 20 pounds in less than three months, more than three months. And it also depends on the activity you're doing. If you look at someone who squats every day versus a cyclist, a mm-hmm. cyclist looks completely different in body shape than someone who's hitting the gym and lifting every day mm-hmm. because you're you're focusing on different muscle groups. Whereas yeah. a cyclist, is, they're always very slim strong calves because that's all they focus on right mm-hmm. or a it's like runner, lower body mostly lower running body, is yeah. good for you but at the same time you're not gonna get a fat ass if you run yeah you're gonna be slim because that's what it does those are the muscles that it's working you need to lift weight to to build the muscle in those certain areas right mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> we're not certified gym people so no don't... obviously you know what i mean i i should say this in all my podcasts i said it in the first one but for, for legal reasons, you're under no obligation to take our advice and we're not trained professionals. <laughs> but, I mean, that's like basic information. Anyone yeah. can look that up. Um, but yeah, it's just like, okay, first step, don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. You have to do it for you. You have to do it because you want to be healthy and not go into it with a mindset of looking a certain way. Mm-hmm. Then you have to find an activity that you enjoy doing before you move into anything super high intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for motivation to actually start doing it, <laughs> um, I mean, just do it. Like, you know, Nike says, just do it. Just do it. You know, yeah, you can wear cute gym clothes. Yeah. You're going to feel great. Like, me, nice I outfit. stopped vaping and I started 
doing activity and boy how breathless i was walking up the stairs and now i can like walk up the stairs without being as breathless hey and that's one small and that's one victory. small thing i'm like damn <laughs> she's working hard getting and up like, those stairs yeah and like you know just finding something that you like to do at the gym mm-hmm. not even at the gym not even you at know, the gym or like being active things outside yeah. or doing that at home give yourself a space get a yoga mat so you can do it like nicely on the floor outside um, Outside, there's uh, a gym. Oh, I'm going to have to find it. Oh, Undercard Boxing is a gym. They do um, online virtual classes, or they were. I'm not sure if they're still doing it. But if you're interested in boxing, um, you pay like $5, and they have a virtual class, and it's live. So they do the workout with you, and you just follow along. And I started doing it the beginning of last year when quarantine first started and they're really really good workouts um you can choose your level or your course that you want to do you could do like the hit one for like total body you can do like just the boxing ones um there i think they're usually about 30 minutes long so that's something if you feel like obligated to pay a bit of money it's at a scheduled time and then you're like hey i have to go i paid for it mm-hmm. and then you kind of feel like you're in a group fitness class still so that's mm-hmm. something that you can do there's the nike app as well um that does like you put in what you want to work on it gives you preset workouts you do those every day sometimes they're longer sometimes they're shorter and it's like a mix of workouts so that's something that you can kind of rely on another app that i had was uh it's called run zombies run and (laughs) if you're into running it's like a um a talk through running session but it's like you're in an apocalypse So you can, it's like you're running away from zombies the Mm. whole time. And it like gives you the story and you you feel like you're kind of in. um, A zombie apocalypse. Yeah, (laughs) in an apocalypse. So if that's something that kind of motivates you, um, that's something you can use. Like there's tons of apps, especially like, and if you want to track that stuff, like obviously you have all the apps Mm -hmm. on your phone, your watch, whatever that are available to you. Yeah, even YouTube, like you said earlier. Yeah. Googling wor- home workouts, workouts for this part of your body or whatever. Like, YouTube is very helpful and YouTube is free. <laughs> or just going for a walk. Yeah. I know. I love majority- going for a walk. <laughs> I love going people for listening walk. are probably on online school. You guys should. It's very important that we get up and go for a walk sometimes, yeah. stretch your back muscles. We're supposed to be taking 10,000 steps a day. I bet if I look at my steps right now, it's like at 500. I'm probably at five. I'm checking my steps. How do you check it? I think on health, on the health app, you can check your steps. Because I used to do this all the time. Oh my god. Please hold. 5,633. Today? Yeah. Oh, that's good. How did I walk that much? It's probably just me walking to and from my car to go to physio. Oh, I'm at 4,171 steps today. Dang. Yeah, my average steps are 4,000. What's your average in the last seven days? Oh, this week? 7,000. Yeah. yeah, me too. 7,500. And we need to be doing 10? A day. So we are... Way below. Way below. <laughs> way below. Yeah, on Google. I swear to God. Let me Google it right now. You averaged about the same number of exercise minutes last week as this. My average exercise minutes is six minutes a day. <laughs> See here on Google, it says... 
Uh, a 2011 study found that healthy adults can take anywhere between 4,000 to 18,000 18, steps a day and that 10,000 steps a day is a reasonable target for healthy adults. See, 10,000 steps. That's a reasonable, okay. reasonable. Everybody listening, healthy. go check your health app right now and tell me how many steps you take because I'm very curious. Yeah, I would like to know too. And I mean, I did a little workout today that doesn't count in here, but I didn't really like do steps i was kind of like doing Dude, all the steps we had today was just from shopping i was yeah i was literally doing jumping jacks mountain climbers <laughs> that was literally it um yeah but step wise i like walking walking no good. rush when it's nice if you can go to fish yeah. creek walk by the river mm-hmm. good exercise you have a dog well. walk your dog yeah. Your dog will be so happy when you take them for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, walking's nice. There's no stress. There's no... Nothing. You just enjoy outside. Yeah. Fresh air is good for you as well. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to the next question here. How to leave a toxic situationship slash ex that's still in my life? I think number one thing is identify the problem. When you identify the problem, like... Well, the what problem makes is them the ex is still well, around. what makes them okay toxic relationship or toxic ex right so like what 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 is the problem in the situation like how are they toxic right what makes them toxic yeah we need more information how do they leave the situation so but why are you still in a situation with your ex they're your ex so what's the situation mm-hmm. like i need more information on mm-hmm. like okay so you just are you you're still talking to your ex which yeah. so they're not in a relationship at all it's situationship slash ex so i'm assuming they broke up but now they're still kind of talking oh, okay so they're not together though no but it's toxic but it's toxic okay well first of all like i said identify the reason why you broke up why are they toxic yeah let's say they cheat on you you're like okay i'm still talking to the person that cheated on me should I still be talking to the person that cheated on me? Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you guys broke up because he cheated on you, right? Mm-hmm. I think it. You have to figure out. Is it a self-respect thing? Like, are you still talking because, like, he won't leave you alone? Is that the situation, or you're still talking because you talk you, to him? You, you want to like, talk to him? Yeah, you can work something out. Because I wish I knew what he he did. Yeah. But it's, I feel like a lot of the times when we go back to our exes or we go back to toxic relationships, it has a lot more to do with our our self-worth mm-hmm. or how we feel about ourselves. Um, especially if they're abusive or in any type of way, you know, I'm not just talking physically, like mentally. Abusive, emotionally. Emotionally abusive. It can be really, really hard to break that cycle for sure, 100%. So you have to work on yourself and figure out like it it all goes back to like that self-love and confidence thing Mm -hmm. um because it's like if you really love yourself like you'll respect yourself enough to like not let yourself be in that situation yeah where you sit there and you're like well why am i still talking to someone that disrespected me yeah you know what i mean i'll be if you need someone to tell you i will be the person to tell you oh yeah respect yourself enough to leave like it, and it's hard, easier said than done, 100%. It is very hard. <laughs> it's, it's super hard, but sometimes you need someone to just say, like, 
look, what you're doing is, it's not good for you. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like, we or anyone else can only tell you so much and it has to be your decision. To do it. Yeah. I can only tell you, oh, don't put yourself in a toxic relationship a hundred times mm-hmm. and you You'll might still do it. like Marina has literally there are times where Marina has told me, Do not do this, do not do this, do not do this every week. <laughs> don't do this long, thing. For years, for years. Marina's been like, Do not do this. Do not do that. Do not talk to this person. Do not whatever. It's just do not. And I still do it. But she still says it. And, because- and you know, I need to hear it, right? And I know myself. Like, I know Marina's probably freaking sick of telling me do not do this, do not do that. Like, she's my mom. But I know, I know myself. Like, I'm, I'm, I know myself that, you know, change is not going to come from her telling me to do it. Change is going to come from myself. Mm-hmm. So right? sometimes maybe you need that extra push for someone to tell you. But mm-hmm. at, yeah, you still have to be the one to make the final decision yeah. to get out of that situation. But like, if anything, like X is an X for a reason. People say that, yeah. right? Like, so like I said, like, you need to know what made it toxic and like, why did you guys break up then? Like, if it wasn't toxic or if you didn't think it was toxic, then you guys would probably be together. But the fact that you know that it was toxic just gives you the straight yeah, up answer. You, you know, you know right? the answer. And you know, you already know that you have to leave. Yeah. So if you were just asking because you need validation, then this is your approval this to is your le- approval get to out leave. of the situation. They're toxic for a reason. And if the, if the thing that's stopping you is that is like maybe because like there are people who can't avoid seeing their ex because of school or because of work. But if, you're, if your ex is someone that you don't see every day, then block them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Block their phone number. Yeah, get your friend to block them block for them on, you. Yeah, on yeah, everything. Like block everything. Them on everything. And it's not like people always say, oh, it's, it's not petty. Like, chances are, if you're the one making the move towards your ex, your ex might not even notice. If, mm-hmm. They might just not even message you at all. So, mm-hmm. if anything, you're torturing yourself by looking at their posts, by stalking them, by stalking who they're following. You never know, right? Like, blocking them is the, and like cutting them out of your life is the best thing to do because they are toxic for a reason and is the is the situation that your ex still wants to hang around you if that's a situation you need to break it off because obviously if you're asking us how or if you're asking marina how to get away from your ex you're crying for help here that you need to get him away and if he keeps following you following you on instagram sending you signals on on social media you need to you have the power to stop that Mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you can block them you can block make a new instagram block them on instagram and if like if it's a thing at school like if it's your ex at school like do you think that's what's going on well or? if if you're seeing them like in school and everything like that but you're still the thing is they said situationship so in my mind that means that they're still talking so i don't think she's trying to avoid him but if, if you are trying to avoid him and, and then he's in school, like, don't... I mean, you're in online school. Yeah. So you oh, shouldn't yeah, see them. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. If you're going into school, don't sit with them. Don't sit with them. Do pretty... you not have... Or, like, have some friends sit with you? Like, yeah. there's a lot of ways... I mean, most of the people in university, they don't even see each other half the time. Yeah. If you, you know someone... You have to make the effort to... To, to go to find someone on campus. Whatever, yeah. So, I think... I think you know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. 
Like, honey, they were toxic for a reason. <laughs> and it, you know that they're toxic. I bet you they made you cry. They made you so anxious. They made you depressed. And I don't think you want to go through that ever again. And pe- they say people don't change. And, you know, a lot of people really don't change. Because that's just who they are. That's and just how they are. You would never want someone to ask you to change. So you can't be the one to ask someone else to change. It's not fair. Mm-mm. And a lot of the times... People who don't get along in relationships, it, it's because of personality traits that aren't changeable. It's not like a little like, oh, this is a bad habit. It's like, mm-hmm. that's just who they are. And not mm-hmm. everybody gets along with everybody and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's like you're, you're saying it's a really toxic situation, then you're waiting around for something that mm-hmm. you're just going to be disappointed by. Yeah, and you know what? Marina and I were literally, when we took our break, we literally talked about how there are people across the world. There are people that we don't even know. There are people that we're probably going to get married to one day. or That we haven't met that yet. That we haven't even met yet. Sorry if, if our boyfriends are listening to this. <laughs> it depends if you propose before them, you know? like It's a race. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Like, and there are so many people out there, and I guarantee you there's someone that'll be better for you. There's someone that you're going to get along with, and someone that just won't make you feel like you're in a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Because that's just, like, the word. It's, it's, it's terrible. Totally. You have to, yeah, block them, and then do things to work on yourself. You know, do those hobbies. Yeah. Do things that make start you feel good. Start something that you wanted to always start. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I've always wanted to do this do that keep yourself busy yeah you have to and it's something that you can't have an association to that person with Mm -hmm. so if you guys used to play soccer together don't play soccer don't go start playing soccer because you're gonna go and be like oh i wish they were here i remember when i used to hang out with them exactly (laughs) shut up no 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 i'm not taking that today Mm -mm, honey Mm -mm. go buy yourself something nice and yeah. then go start a hobby. If you go always cut your hair, to, go get extensions. <laughs> do go what you gotta do get, to get over it. Do. And then you gotta move on. And I'm assuming you're still young. You don't have a family together. You don't have a car together. Well, I'm assuming you don't have a family together. I'm assuming you don't have a car together. I'm assuming you don't have bills There's together no to pay. There's yet. no ties. Get so, rid of it before there are ties. But, yeah, because you know, once you're married to someone. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot expensive par- to get rid of. Exactly. Okay. So while you're still young, while your skin's still smooth, while your boobs are still perky, go find, go do stuff for yourself, and one day you will find that someone else. Like there are people who have been in relationships in relationships for like five years, and they don't work out, and then like the next day they meet someone and they get married. Yeah. It, the the time that you're together doesn't it's really matter. define anything. Yeah. So. Not that I'm saying to go break up with him. and I mean, not that I'm saying to, like, find a new boyfriend the next day and to get married him, to them. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Like, you know, there's someone there. Like, there will be someone that you will get along with. And, and you don't need a relationship to find support in your life. There's friends. There's family. There's other people who are going to be there for you. Um just just in general for everything mm-hmm. in your life and you were fine before him and you're gonna be fine after you're gonna be fine after yeah it's okay we got you 
We got you. But I, I would like you. if you if I can get a follow up or an update on the story so mm-hmm. I can have a little bit more more backstory, I might be able to give something a little bit more helpful. Mm-hmm. I feel like people tend to see and realize that it's been um withholding them from growing. Yeah. And you know and I mean? you're gonna spend all this time trying to make things work with this person and odds are it's eventually going to end and you're going to look back on that and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I wasted all that time on that person. Mm-hmm. So start while you're ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it now. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to look back and regret wasting all this time on something that you knew deep down wasn't going to work out. Our subconscious minds tell us everything. Well, you you have to trust your gut feeling because 99% of the time it's right. It doesn't, it doesn't just come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So if you, you already know that it's a bad situation to be in. Okay, we're telling you right now. Next question. Last question. Tips on getting over a breakup, how to control your emotions and actions. So I will start by saying I've never been in a breakup. Uh, I've only dated one person in my life and we are still together. So, but I still have lots of opinions. (laughs) So I can offer those. No, I don't have any personal experience, but... I've had lots of personal experience with other people's breakups, so... <laughs> um, so the question was how to get over a breakup and how to control your emotions and actions. Yeah. So I guess it would be if you're having a hard time actually blocking them or you keep trying to go back or you're constantly crying about it. Well, yeah, like I said, think about why you guys broke up. There's a reason to it. Yeah. Obviously, right? Like if they didn't treat you the way you wanted to be treated... Remind yourself, well, you know, he didn't treat me the way I wanted to be treated. It's a lot of, I feel like going through a breakup is a lot of self-reflection on Mm -hmm. not only them, but on yourself as well. And you have to, to get over it, I know it's, it can be really hard, but you have to um, figure out like, I don't know necessarily why you broke up, but I'm imagining if it wasn't a mutual breakup. Mm -hmm. What they did to me or the reason why this relationship ended is not necessarily my fault. Mm-hmm. So if if it was a toxic relationship, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, but just like not everyone's actions are a reflection of you. So you can't think of something like, oh, well, they always told me that I was awful at this and this and this, and they said I was a bad boyfriend or girlfriend because this, that, and the other. That is more of a reflection on on them than it is on you. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I say this about everything. I say, I'm pretty sure I say this on every podcast. You always have to reflect on things that you can do better. Mm-hmm. So, how can I be better for my next relationship? So, versus trying to fix all the problems in the old one, Think about ways that you can be better for the next one. Mm-hmm. And if anything, whatever your boyfriend or girlfriend complained about might not even be a problem for whoever else you're going to end up dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody like, has different tolerances. I know Ethan said this before. Like, whoever you end up with, he had said, is the one that you can handle or is the person whose shit you can handle the most. Mm-hmm. So... And I'm not saying, obviously, if it's a super bad quality, like, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying you have to put up with it, but, it's you like know. you, you can put up with Anthony, Anthony's <laughs> moving his towel across the floor. His wet towel. Yeah. 
like, yeah, it's annoying, but it's not like a deal breaker. Everybody has different deal breakers. Yeah. Whereas someone else probably wouldn't care. Oh you don't have to God. be worried about going to another relationship and thinking, oh my God, they're going to think that I look bummy all the time. Like, no, clearly they are putting an expectation for you that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. And that is and a reflection of you. their... Yeah, that's right, what I'm saying. You can you. never, you can't ask someone to, to change, change when you would never do that to them. Exactly. So, yeah, part of part of getting over a breakup is taking that time to be by yourself and reflect on this was what I can do better for next time. Don't you can't dwell on every yeah. little thing that got that went wrong. Well, yeah, because like, you're gonna be in self pity for the rest of your life. Like I said, like it's a lot of reflection and going back to the reason of why it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Right? If he wants different things and you want different things. If he wants different things and you want different things, it's not going to work out, right? Because then most of the time, you guys are going to be on different pages. You guys aren't going to be on the same page. Things aren't going to work out. You guys aren't going to agree on a lot of things. And I will say, too, because they had asked about controlling your emotions or your actions. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something called gaslight- gaslighting. And it's essentially... It's an ab- emotional abuse tactic that abusers use and it's when they take something and they make you feel like it's your fault when it's not so for example if i had said hey can you not you know put put your feet on my coffee table Mm -hmm. that it really it really bothers me Mm -hmm. she would say okay well i only do that because you always leave the floor messy so i can never put my feet anywhere else but on the coffee table Mm -hmm. Or, oh my god, I work all day and I just want to come home and relax and put my feet up. Are you saying that I'm a bad boyfriend because I put my feet on the coffee table? And now you're suddenly this thing that was supposed to be an easy, oh, I'm sorry, I won't do that anymore, Mm -hmm. has turned into a you apologizing for something that this was never about to begin with. And that's what abusers do. They they do those things over and over and over again until you feel like every situation is your fault. It's to the point where where you do things and then you're like, wait, is this my fault? Like, or maybe I am a, a bad boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know? So every situation turns into you apologizing when it could just be as simple as, oh, I'm sorry, I won't do that thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So... If that's the case, it's really hard to get over that hump when you actually end the relationship Mm -hmm. because you're going to go into another relationship like walking on eggshells almost. And it's really hard to control your emotions or your feelings at the end of a, a relationship like that because you've been conditioned to think that everything is your fault when it's not. So obviously at the end of the breakup, you're going to be super upset about it even though it was, it's a good thing that ended, but you're like, oh my God, like, this is the worst day of my life because it's my fault that it ended. I could have been better. And there's a difference between thinking I could have been better because I actually did something wrong and I could have been better because I was emotionally abused for the entirety of my relationship, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. <laughs> so, I mean, recognizing the difference between those as well, like, what, it, I'm not saying every relationship is like this obviously you guys could have just broken up because you moved away i don't know (laughs) um but if it's like severe and you feel like oh i can't i can't control how i feel about this i just feel like it's my fault 
think about that like are those situations that are that happened to you did they turn every situation around on yeah. you and make you feel like you were the bad guy yeah. like when you reflect on those situations you need to put your emotions aside and think with your head and be like well what happened was it really my fault yeah because that happens a lot where your emotions take over and that's what makes it hard to control them. Because remember that time you said that most of the time when you flip out over something very small, it's because it's happened too many times. Mm-hmm. So you just take a little something small that happened and you turn it into this big thing because you're expecting the worst out of it because it's already happened before. So. Yeah. Um, it's a quote I heard from another podcast and it was, if it's, if it's hysterical, it's historical. If you're hysterically angry at something, it's because it's happened in the past and it's affected you Mm -hmm. enough that something that's super tiny or kind of related will set you off. So yeah, definitely. You have to think about things a little bit more rationally when it comes to a breakup, which Mm -hmm. also always easier said than done, but you know, it takes time. Yeah. Especially like if you were long, together for a long time. Like, give yourself a week to be sad. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a week to be sad. Cry it out. Do what you gotta do. Be a bum. Maybe shower every day. Try to shower <laughs> every day. Because I know there are people who don't shower and they leave themselves in their room for days um, after a breakup. And, you know, give your time. give yourself time to be sad because you need that time. Because, you know, there are people who just get out of a relationship and they're like, they're flying. <laughs> they're just flying. They, they don't, they don't, they don't go through the steps. And I feel like at the same time, it's very important to go through the steps. Yeah. Because then you really fully get over the breakup. Because if you miss some steps at the end of it, you might be going back thinking, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to glow up, do all that. And then at the end, you're going to be like, you're going to be really sad. Yeah. So you gotta take your time to be sad. Allow yourself to be sad because it's fine. You you just broke up with someone. Someone just broke up with you, whatever. But after you take the time to be sad, reflect on it, and then you'll be it'll be easier for you to move on. And like have a friend explain to you what happened in your relationship and listen to them. And listen to them because most of the time you're the one blinded by love, right? And you tell your friend your situation. Let your friend retell your situation to yourself so you can hear it you can hear someone else's voice telling you what happened in your relationship and you, then get, you it get it from a, clearer, a different perspective yeah and you get a clear clearer idea of what happened you get a clearer mm-hmm. idea of the reasons of why it didn't work out and the reasons of why you're better off alone yeah or without that person you can't move on or heal from something if there's still if that toxic thing is still in your life it's that that thing where oh if i put my hand on the stove and it burns me i'm not going to heal from the burn if i keep putting my hand on the stove it's the exact same thing if you keep dipping into that toxic relationship you're never going to heal from it you have to fully isolate yourself from that person even if they they say that they've changed how do you know how can you tell if they've changed if you haven't healed from the trauma if you break up in a week and they're coming back next to be like, oh, I've changed. Chances are they have Did changed. you change? No. No. So how did they change so fast? Exactly. How did, how did they take all their toxic traits and change them within the weekend? And that's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't, shouldn't have to be to the point where you guys break up for them to change. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
Like, you shouldn't be, like, to the point where you guys break up and they're like, damn, I need to change. You know what I mean? It should be the point where you already tell them, oh, I'm hurt. You're hurting me. I don't like this. That they want to change. The first time you tell them, oh, I don't like this. They should that be. should already be the... If, if they're, you know, if it's easy for... If it's a trait that or something that is easy for them to change or easy for them to stop doing, should stop there. Yeah. You know, the minute you say, oh, I don't like it, whatever... Because you would never want to do anything to hurt or put your partner in an uncomfortable yeah. situation. Okay. Well, that ends the podcast on kind of a heavy note. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you'd like to be on an upcoming episode, you can send a DM to the podcast Instagram. Or you can email forgetwhatisaid.pod at gmail.com. And I love you guys. Thanks for keeping the pod alive. I love Bye. hearing your questions. <laughs> Bye-bye.